Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to the show. Before we begin the episode today, I want to invite you to take a few deep breaths with me. Let's just start here by breathing. Whatever you're doing, you're already breathing. So let's just do this together. Go ahead and inhale and exhale. Fill your lungs completely. Then release with a big sigh out. (sighs) Two more breaths. Inhale. Exhale. (sighs) Breathe in. And breathe out. (sighs) Feels nice, right? (laughs) We can just take a few moments every now and then to take a few intentional breaths and make space in our lives for ourselves to connect with our bodies, to connect with our life source, to just slow down from one thing to another. All you have to do is breathe. It's so incredibly simple that it might feel a little ridiculous, but It's so helpful to just infuse your cells with fresh oxygen and to really just, again, create space between one thing and the next. So often life just feels like it's all piling on together. And when we create space, we're making room for magic and serendipity, for our healing, for our growth. When we jam everything together and there isn't any space, there's just no room to breathe. And by breathing, you're making room. I had a different episode planned for today, but I started thinking about what I really want to offer you this season and also what I want to create for myself. And that's calm, peace, ease, and of course, a bit of magic. So today we're going to talk about relaxing rituals for winter. As the seasons shift, our daily rhythms change and the holidays and winter are approaching or maybe they're already here. So now is a good time to start refreshing your rituals, just looking at how your day-to-day unfolds and where you can add in a little ritual here and there. Maybe drop something that isn't serving you. Really focus on relaxation if that's resonating or try something different if you are needing a different kind of energy. I'm focusing today on relaxing rituals because What I've heard from so many of you is that this season, for whatever reason, and we talked about a few of those reasons last week's episode, you know, there's just this hype 
hyper kind of frenzy energy right now. So to combat that, to counteract that, we are going to focus on relaxation. But maybe in your particular life or in the season of life that you're in, you need something more energizing and activating. So think about that. You can still listen to this episode and take some of the ideas, but make them work for you. That's always my intention behind anything I share is take what resonates and release the rest. Make this something that serves and supports you. So take a moment to think about what ritual means to you. For me, it's something that has purpose and intention. And ritual helps me slow down to connect to myself and to something greater. It can be the universe, God, my guides, you name it. It can be really anything. Ritual just, again, just like that breathing that we did at the beginning of the episode, it can just help create a little bit of space and connection as I go about my day-to-day life. In the stage of life that I'm in right now, which is I have a five-year-old, a three-and-a-half-year-old, and a new little baby who's two months old now, I need and want my rituals to be super simple because if they're too complex, if they're too out there and complicated, I'll do it maybe once or twice, but I'll lose the momentum. I'll lose the steam. And some rituals are really great to do just one time or once a season, once a quarter, once a year, once a decade. There's definitely rituals like that. But a lot of the rituals that I kind of like to focus on my day to day are just tiny, small things that I can do every single day or here and there as needed. So think about what kind of rituals resonate for you and what you need in this season Um based on the weather season, but also the season of life that you're in. If you have a different life setup than me right now, then you might have a little bit more space to do something more complicated. I certainly did before I had children, and I have every intention of having more complex rituals when all of my kids are out of the house someday, because I'll have... I'll have a little bit more freedom, right? There's also rituals that you can do with your children, with your families, um, with your pets, you know, whatever it is that is part of your day-to-day rhythm, you can incorporate into your rituals. I like to kind of think about how do my days flow and where can I infuse a little bit more intention and what acts can I include that make it into a ritual. So here are four to try. And in the winter season here in the Northern Hemisphere, we're experiencing winter. In Austin, Texas, where I live, it actually isn't that cold right now, (laughs) but you know, it's coming. And I still like to have wintry season rituals this time of year. So I am looking for rituals that are warming, comforting and again, relaxing, kind of help me unwind some of the stress buildup that just happens from being in the holiday season, from being bundled up when it's cold outside. Like if you think about when when you're cold physically, you kind of tighten up, tense up, your shoulders might come up to your ears and you like bundle your arms together. That energy, that closing off energy, it like is to keep you warm, right? But at the end of the day, maybe you want to unwind or maybe 
you want to have some rituals that help you release that tension when you're not in the freezing cold, when the wind isn't like blustering into your face. So here are four rituals that I really like this time of year that help me relax and that you might want to try. So we'll just start at the beginning of the day and work our way to the evening. So in the morning, start without technology. It's funny because this is a ritual. This is a habit. This is an act that I fall in and out of from time to time. But in the winter, it is a really nice ritual to begin your day with meditation or journaling before picking up your phone. When we're waking up in the winter, it's usually darker outside. And so we don't need that like bright flash of cell phone light right in our face. We can ease into the morning, wake our bodies up gently with a gentle meditation. You can just breathe laying down in your bed for a few minutes. If you fall back asleep, maybe you have set a timer so that you don't, you know, sleep in too much if you've got things to do. Um, Or you can sit your body up. That'll help you stay a little bit more awake. And you can just breathe for four breaths, right? It doesn't have to be a 20-minute seated meditation every morning. You can just start with where you are and with what feels good and accessible. Or you can grab your journal and just dim the lights a little bit or burn a candle and just start your day by journaling about what's going on or channeling your intuition, free writing, answering journal prompts, whatever it is that really works for you, play with it. Just make this a little ritual. Again, the thing that makes it a ritual to me is doing it with intention and really focus and a bit more ceremony than it would be just like pulling out your journal and writing, right? Like you get to make it a ritual by the way that you go about it. The second one is putting oil on your body before showering. So you may have heard of dry brushing before, and that is a ritual that is super lovely and kind of helps bring um, some energy to your body. It exfoliates your skin. It's really, really good for your lymph system. And it's a, it's a beautiful ritual. And if it's a practice that you do, bravo. I don't always get into dry brushing and it's something that I kind of like phase in and out of, but a ritual I really love, especially in the dry winter months when your skin might be drier than normal, is to put oil on your body before showering because that process that like order of things really helps the oil sink into your skin and hydrate and it just feels so good. So what I like to do is I'll turn the shower on. um, I'll let it get like a little bit warm and I won't I won't stand right under the water, but kind of near it. And then I'll put the oil on and then I'll step under the water. So I'm not too cold. Um, Again, another thing that some people are really into is like a cold shower. I'm not quite there yet. (laughs) So if you are, again, bravo. Um, I really like a cold shower in the summer months, but when I'm cold, I don't really love stepping into a cold shower. So again, not there yet, not doing the whole Wim Hof thing, but Putting oil on your body before showering can just be a really nurturing 
act. It's a good ritual if you are needing a little bit more self-care, self-love. As you're putting the oil on each different, your legs, you can really think about your gratitude for your legs and what they do for you, your arms, your chest, your heart center, your belly, your back, your neck. Just go through the process of feeling gratitude and appreciation for all of these different parts of you that make your whole and that help you go about your days. Another ritual, so this is number three, that really helps me invite relaxation and helps me move about my day is lighting candles to signify a transition in the day. So moving from work to kid time or when you start to prep dinner or if you are sitting down to write or if you are about to fold laundry, whatever it is that you're going about your day as you shift from one thing to a next, those transitions can sometimes be tricky and it can also transitions can be something that kind of stop you from moving from one thing to the next because there's that like change in momentum. So lighting a candle is a really simple, easy, again, relaxing ritual that you can use to kind of help you shift that momentum and transition from one thing to the next. I also really like lighting candles this time of year because again, it's pretty warm in Austin a lot of the year. So I don't burn candles in the middle of the summer all that often. So when it gets cooler outside, we don't have a fireplace here. I like to invite that warming element of fire into my life. And so lighting a candle and enjoying the scents, enjoying the light, all of it is just a really soothing experience for me. So if you are someone who likes candles, candles, bring them out, light them, enjoy them. Now is the time more than ever to to really experience that. Now, my fourth ritual is to slowly sip on a warm beverage in the evening. A few ideas are maybe some tea, some herbal tea, some cacao, maybe even a hot toddy. Those are really wonderful and delicious this time of year. Um, Maybe some apple cider, you know, experiment, play with it. And as you're drinking the warm beverage, close your eyes, connect to your body and feel the warmth circulate through you and use that comfort to help you unwind. Again, like we talked about before, when you're in that like closed off tight bundle, when you're cold, totally natural, totally normal, maybe effective in keeping you warm. But if you have a warm beverage and you're sitting on the couch at the end of your day, you know, you can really let a little bit of that tension release by just letting the warmth of that beverage kind of circulate through you and let those worries, let those anxieties, let those frustrations from the day kind of wash through, wash away as you enjoy that drink. I have a lovely book that I want to share a little bit from today. So it's called The Spirit Almanac, A Modern Guide to Ancient Self-Care by Emma Lowe and Lindsay Kellner. It's a beautiful book. It's one that I keep in my closet where I always can see it and I pull it out from time to time when I need fresh inspiration, especially as the seasons change. And I'm going to share a little bit of what they have for winter. So they write, Winter is a time to slow down, reflect, and start this year from the inside out. Acknowledge where the past has led you. Ask yourself what you really want to call into your life. Get in touch with your emotions by listening to music that makes you cry. 
I'd add, (laughs) watching TV shows that make you cry. Drink tea in bed. Make your home into a sweet spiritual sanctuary. Keep your inner world bright no matter how harsh your outer one gets. Eat warming foods. Light candles. Lots and lots and lots of candles. These winter rituals are all about inner rumination and quiet progress. They'll remind you that change takes time and nothing happens overnight, while also challenging you to discover and get to know a new part of you. Even more important, they'll teach you to be kinder to yourself physically and emotionally so you have the strength to wipe your slate clean and prepare for next year's work of art, knowing full well that it's going to be even more stunning than the last. So the thing I like about the ideas that they share is they're very much in line with a lot of what I talk about here on the podcast and with my clients one-on-one, you know, slowing down to reflect and really starting from your inner wisdom, your intuition. That is something that it's great to do in winter and it's really good to do all year round. But this time of year, there is that transition point from one year to the next. We're closing out 2021 and welcoming 2022. And so if you can incorporate a few rituals, again, that help you relax and help you ease through that transition, it's going to give you such a source of comfort. And that will also help you cultivate strength because comfort is one of those things that you know, it can be looked at as negative, right? Like people say, like, it's bad to stay in your comfort zone and that sort of thing. So I'm not trying to say stay stagnant and don't do anything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying take care of yourself and comfort yourself when you need it. Because when you take care of yourself, when you comfort yourself, you are rebuilding strength. You are gaining strength. You're building confidence and trust in yourself. And that's important to do no matter what time of year, but especially right now as we're ending one year and beginning the next. Another thing that I like about what they shared is that the winter is a quieter season and it is a season that reminds us that there is progress that happens that we don't see and that there's progress being made in the dark. And if you are someone who is into manifesting or even goal setting or just living a life with intention, which I think you are because you're listening to this, then it's important to know And remind yourself and be aware of the shift of seasons and how in our lives there's times of high productivity and low productivity. There's times of sunshine and times of rain. There's daylight and there's night. There's summer and there's winter. And so we often get tripped up on expecting kind of the same consistent performance, the same consistent manifestations, the same, you know, energy over and over again. But we have cycles and rhythms to our lives. And so rituals are a way to kind of honor that in adjusting your rituals as you need. So if you are Again, needing more relaxation, which it's my intuition that maybe you are. What can you do to add in rituals that support that 
current season that you're in, which is the holiday season and winter. And, and maybe if you are somewhere in a stage of life with my, like mine, you're just really busy with a lot of wonderful things and maybe some stressful things. And so it's up to you to cultivate more relaxation in your everyday A few others that kind of come to mind are a nice hot bath at the end of the day. Reading fiction is another wonderful ritual. It can kind of, reading is definitely a ritual. Uh, A lot of people read at the end of the day, right? Before you go to bed. Um, It can also be something that you do in the quiet of the mornings. Like I was mentioning with meditation or journaling, that could also be a really good time to read some fiction or maybe something inspiring to just reconnect to you, but also the wonder of the world, because reading can really open you up to just magic and new information and um, imagination, just so, so much. So reading is definitely a ritual that I like to cultivate this time of year also. Though I will say with a new little baby, I haven't been reading as much as I would like. So that wraps up for today's episode. If you enjoyed this conversation, take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. I love to see when you do. So make sure that you tag me. I'm at Kayleen Elise and I'll be back next week with a guided meditation to help you connect to calm through the holidays as we are really approaching that Christmas time. And when kids are on break from school, I really just want to offer a little bit of space to breathe, to rest, to relax. And so that's what next week's episode will be about. And in the meantime, visit KayleenElise.com to sign up for my free course, 21 Days to Intuition. When you join, you'll receive a PDF guidebook with daily prompts and simple practices that will help you strengthen your intuition in just three weeks. It's a really great program. I'm getting amazing feedback from those of you who have already done it. Some of you are already going through it a second time, which is just so exciting to hear. So if you want to check it out again, just go to KayleenElise.com and sign up for free. Your intuition awaits. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.